Good morning, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Pastor's Pad Podcast, a daily reflection on life with Jesus. And in today's Pastor's Pad video introduction, I talked about changes and transitions in the McCoy's life. Um, this particular edition is an extension of the Holy Spirit Wow series that I've been doing on times in my life or moments in which I have been certain that the Holy Spirit is at work. And I talk about the Holy Spirit because the Holy Spirit is something uh, to us that a little harder to wrap our brains around, but really, honestly, so is God. We can picture Jesus. We know what Jesus looks like. God, um, I don't know what you picture, but when I was a kid, I used to picture this older man with a beard um, and a long white beard and white hair. Um, you know, again, I don't know where I got these images from, but they were the image uh, that I had. But then the Holy Spirit was always elusive. Um, I didn't know what to picture with the Holy Spirit. Was the Holy Spirit a, a person? Um, or was the Holy Spirit kind of just a, some sort of extension of Jesus and God? I wasn't really clear. Um, I do enjoy trying to think about it. In the book, The Shack, uh, written, goodness, I don't know, it was probably 20 years ago now. Um, in the book, The Shack, the author uh, is uh, wrote a story. I actually had the privilege of meeting the author, William Paul Young. I got to interview him. Um, and uh, he's an incredible man, just exudes Holy Spirit joy, uh, love, and care. I mean, when I first met him, he came up and gave me a hug and um, just a really neat guy. Uh, but he wrote the book, The Shack. Uh, if you haven't read it, it's a, it's a great read. Some people have a problem with it because they think that he's trying to make a statement about the Trinity. Um, because in the book, um, this man loses his daughter. It's horrific. Um, she's abducted and, and murdered and they never find her body. And after a few years of hurt and pain, um, this man is called back supposedly by God uh, to come to the forest, uh, to come to the shack where they had found a piece of her clothing. That was the only thing they found after her abduction. And he goes through this time um, with God. And God is a black woman um, who's often in the kitchen fixing food and talking to him. And then Jesus is actually a Middle Eastern man who is out in the shop, the wood shop, and he's working as a carpenter would. And then the Holy Spirit is this um, uh, woman, Asian woman, but she's kind of elusive and you can't really, um, you can see her, but it's almost like you can see through her and she's a little mesmerizing in that sense. And um, anyway, so the three uh, Trinity work together to help bring healing to this man over the course of this weekend that has lost his daughter. And the author, when he wrote it, um, he really didn't expect it to be a book. Um, he wrote the story to help family members uh, navigate hurt and pain and seek healing from God. Um, but when the family read it, they're like, this is amazing. You need to publish this. And, you know, it went from there. But he wasn't trying to make a theological statement. He was just, um, you know, trying to think what's one way that God might meet us today, meet us in our pain, meet us in our lives. But I do enjoy trying to think about um, what, uh, about the Holy Spirit and the actions and the movement of the Holy Spirit. Um, and so today, as uh, I share, I wanted to talk to you about a couple times in my life. Um, one of those is now, but I'll get to that one second, uh, where I've been clear, I've been 
I've seen the Holy Spirit at work, and I know that the Spirit um, is working in my life and in the circumstances and lives of those around me. Um, but one of those uh, involves uh, when I was I was in a job um, that was a good job, um, and it had some really good people, and it had uh, some neat opportunities I got to do. But in the end, it wasn't a job that really fit me fully, um, and I knew that I could tell that, and I felt this stirring in my heart for something else. Um, and um, there was a conversation that started to happen about a youth pastor position in town, uh, so I wouldn't have to move. Uh, it was a youth pastor position at a church that was right by a public high school, which was a large public high school, um, and there was a lot of neat ministry opportunities there. So I interviewed with them, just not knowing what was going to happen, but really feeling like you know the spirit was stirring something in me, and so I thought maybe it's this job. So I talked and, and they extended an invitation for me and my initial reaction was, well, yeah, this is what I've been waiting for, something different, something more meaningful. Um, but as I prayed, I had this overwhelming feeling um, that God was telling me to just wait. I didn't know what I was supposed to be waiting for. I didn't know what all that meant. But every time I prayed about it, it was just wait. And so when they called to find out if I was going to accept the position, I said, you know, I know it sounds crazy, but every time I pray about this and I, I think about it, I have this overwhelming sense of just wait. Um, and so I said, no, I, I turned it down and I waited. I didn't know what I was waiting for. I didn't know what was going to happen, but I waited. And about 10 months later, I got an invitation to what would become my dream job, an invitation to be the campus chaplain at Walla Walla University. Um, and I knew then what just wait was. I knew that it was, it was God that was speaking to me through the Holy Spirit in that moment. But I'll be honest, I questioned it, I wrestled with it, I struggled with it. Um, and especially giving an answer when you don't know what it really means, that's tough. Um, but it opened up a door for something that was really, really beautiful. And it was the next decade or so of my life where I got to do that kind of work. So the Holy Spirit's work is, um, it's elusive at times. It's hard to really nail down and figure out. Um, you know, Jesus talked about the Holy Spirit as wind that blows where it wishes. And you hear its sound, but you do not know where it comes from or where it is going. Um, so you can feel the effects of the wind. Um, you can hear it, but you can't always tell what it's up to, where it's coming from, where it's going. And, and so the, the journey with the Holy Spirit is really a day in and day out experience. Um, and the only thing that I can tell you uh, is to how to get in step with the Spirit really, I think, also comes from a place in John where Jesus says um, in, his, uh, in his speech at his last words to the disciples, he says, abide, abide in me and I will abide in you. Uh, and when you abide in me, you will produce much fruit. When you remain, that's what the word in the Greek means. The word for abide means to remain, to actively remain, um, but to remain in connection with Jesus, to, in a relationship with him, in a daily walk with him. And the more you're in that daily walk, the more in tune you come, uh, you become with him and the work of the Holy Spirit. Um, again, you may not know everything that he's up to, everything um, that the Spirit is working on. 
fun uh, and that, but you begin to trust the more you just invest in the relationship, just like any other relationship. I mean, the more in tune I am with my wife, the more I've taken time to listen to her and to be present with her, the more I know what a certain look means or a tone in her voice, and I'm more in touch with her through that. It's the same thing with the Holy Spirit. It's the exact same thing. It's just being in touch through scripture and through prayer and through worship and through listening and being present and active in a moment, you can be more aware of what the Holy Spirit is up to. Now, just like this situation um, with this invitation I had to go and work, um, it's, it's not always, you know, you don't get the full picture. I was told to just wait, but I didn't know what all that meant. I just felt this strong sense to wait. And then I had to trust that that was from God and I had to trust that something else was coming, um, that he had another plan or another opportunity for me. And so I just waited, but you don't always get to see the big picture. You don't know the beginning from the end and you have to just trust in the moment that God is up to something uh, for good for you. So, But oftentimes you're looking back in your life and you're seeing where the dots were connected. And that gets us to our next story, which I'm probably gonna have to extend and tell you tomorrow, which is a horrible thing. They do that on reality shows and stuff. So I'm so sorry for bringing it to this moment. But um, as I said, I'll give you a little bit of a preview that typically speaking, you're often looking back um, and seeing where the Holy Spirit was at work, that you can see the work of God so much more in hindsight. But there are moments in life that I've alluded to before in the podcast where you can tell that God is active and at work right now in your midst. And I feel like those are, um, you know, these handful of moments that you get, but they're beautiful and they're amazing. And I'm living in one of those right now. I'm living in a time where things are happening for us as the McCoys. We get ready to transition into a new uh, job opportunity, a new calling um, back out west, and we're packing up our things. We're getting ready to move, and it's hard to leave our family here in Ohio. It's hard to leave the young adults we've been called to serve. I love all of them dearly. It's hard to leave um, a staff that I've gotten to work with that are amazing and good friends and lifelong family in that sense, but even still, we know that God is at work and has moved mountains to give us the opportunity that we have to go out west. So I'm going to talk more about that and what's happening and what has transpired uh, that really is the Holy Spirit work in this moment. And again, I tell you these things to let you, to give you courage if you're in a place where you wonder what God is up to in your life um, and that maybe you would know that even though it doesn't feel like it or you can't see what he's up to, he's up to something and it's always something for your good. Um, and if you're wondering, if you're in that place where you think he's working but you don't have a full picture, just hold on. He will continue to reveal himself. And then, of course, it's just trying to give you tips and ideas of how to stay in step and in tune with the Holy Spirit. Um, and uh, we'll talk some more about that tomorrow. We'll talk to you about praying in silence and the Holy Spirit being able to uh, pray for us with moans and groans that words can express. Um, so we'll talk about all those things tomorrow, but let me have a word of prayer for you today. Father God, thank you so much for your Holy Spirit. Jesus actually said that it's good for us that he goes away because if he doesn't, 
he wouldn't send the Holy Spirit. Um, and so with his departure, we get this new presence, this new iteration of you in uh, the person of the Holy Spirit. And we don't understand everything, uh, can't see it all, but we trust that you do and the Holy Spirit is at work. And I thank you for the work of the Holy Spirit. Um, God, help us to be more in tune and in step with your Spirit, trusting in you along the way, even when all we can see uh, is where to put our foot next. Uh, we don't get to see the whole journey. We don't get to see the big picture. So for anybody that's listening today, Father, if they're in a moment of wondering what you're up to in their lives, or if they're in a moment of needing the courage to take that next step, or they just need to hear from you, to know that you are near, um, God, then I pray that you would help us all to be sensitive to your Holy Spirit, to hear your still small voice, to sense your presence, and to have the courage to follow you wherever you lead us. So um, be with us as we arrange our lives to uh, be centered on you. Um, thank you for your love and your grace. Go with us this day. May we be a blessing to others, a light in the darkness. Um, and may we be full of your Holy Spirit. In the precious and holy name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Well, thank you again for listening in. Sorry for disappointing and only giving you a little brief preview into the conversation tomorrow. Um, but this has been another edition of Pastor's Pad Podcast, a daily reflection on life with Jesus. Have a great day and may you sense his presence with you.